Hey, hey, welcome back to the Tell It To Me Straight podcast. Today, we have a special guest, as always, for you. I'm really excited to bring her on. She is local. You guys probably know her for her fantastic nail work. We have Caitlin Wayman with us today. So we are going to just jump into the episode and let's hear her tell it to us straight. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for joining in today. It's just me solo today. Ryan has a photo shoot in this video he's recording. So it's just me today. And I'm really excited for who we have on the show. First of all, I need to tell her thank you because I last minute brought her on. I was just thinking about um, who I wanted and what the purpose of today was for. And it's something I've been kind of battling myself that I know she's gone through herself. So everyone say hi to Caitlin. Caitlin, say hi to everyone. Hey, what's up? <laughs> she said, hey, hey. Um, She's a little nervous. She's a little nervous being on the podcast world. It, it's really nerve wracking when you first are on an episode, but don't worry. It's going to be okay. Just these people, they're our friends. They're our friends and they love us. So just be yourself, okay? <laughs> All right. As much as you can be. Hey, so <laughs> do you want to tell the audience a little bit about yourself? Yeah, Um, I'm Caitlin. I live in Utah. I went to high school with Melissa. Um, <laughs> um, I'm married. We're a military family. So my husband's in the Air Force. We have two little boys. Um, I do nails and tattoos. Um, and yeah, I am now a gym girly. I don't know when the hell that happened, but here we are. <laughs> okay, so here's the coolest thing. And this is one reason why I love bringing certain people on the podcast, it's because they are kind of the core value of what day one is, which is our business. And Caitlin really embodies that. So when she first started with me, she started with my six week challenge. And I won't lie. I was like, we'll see how she does because she had tried. I don't remember if it was like a couple of years back. She had tried doing something with me and it just, she just ghosted me. Do you remember that? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I was like, okay, I'm okay. Thanks. Well, and it was because, and you could probably, I want you to talk more to this, but you were, you weren't in the season of being ready for what I had to offer you. And honestly, it's actually a good thing you didn't come on with me at that time either. Cause I don't think I would have been the right coach for you at that time. So with that said, when yeah. you started my six week challenge and I saw you, it was really cool because I was like, oh shit, she's actually ready to change. Like she is actually doing it. Oh my God. She was doing her workouts. She was like texting me. She was talking in the in all the conversations. And I was like, oh my God, who, who is, who is this girl? So I wanted to ask you like, (laughs) what changed? Like what, what happened within you that you were just finally like, all right, I'm fucking, sorry, I'm freaking doing this. Like I, I shouldn't, it's my podcast. I'm doing this. I'm taking it seriously. Like what clicked for you at that time? You know, I, we, I had just had my second baby and it was just like, I was so sick of like being winded by just doing like by getting them ready in the mornings. Like I was like, that took it out of me. That's like, that shouldn't take it out of me. That shouldn't be my workout for the day. Like that's not how this should work. And I think like, you know, with my husband being in the military, he has to be fit like all the time. They take PT tests. They have to be at a certain point. They have to run a mile in a certain amount of time. They have to, you know, do all these things. And so he was doing all these things. And I was just like, yeah, good for you. Cool. Like I was not, And so finally I was like, why can't we both do that? Like why? I don't know. Was there like a moment that like like 
frustrated you that you were just finally like, I am so sick of my own shit? Well, that like clothing was a huge thing for me. I was like, I can't find shit. <laughs> like, and I was kind of in this weird, like in between where I either needed to like basically gain 30 pounds or like lose 30 pounds. Like I, like no stores fit me. I, I was too small for plus size, but I was too big for regular size. And so I couldn't find clothes anywhere. And I was like, well, I don't really want to gain 30 pounds. That sounds worse. So <laughs> I was like, I would rather lose it. And I, yeah, I don't know. It was just, I just had a click moment of just, I'm sick of feeling this way. And I'm sick of being mad at myself all the time for something that it's, it's only my doing. It's not anyone else's fault. So. So then you decided, and before you, sh- you even did the six week challenge, you wanted to do coaching, but I feel like here's the thing. And I just want to hurry and plug this in. Coaching is a big deal. Coaching is not the first place to go if you're unsure about wanting health and fitness a part of your life. I really genuinely think that if anyone wants to work with me one-to-one and you don't have any previous experience with like working out or like health, or you're kind of like on the edge, I think you'd be better in a challenge or in the strong mom club, start with one of those or even a program, see how you do there. And then we could talk coaching because wouldn't you agree? Like it was a good place to start with the six. Oh yeah. Well, and even then, cause I think the six week challenge I did, cause like, I don't think I wasn't even like in an app first. It was just like one of your little programs that I just yeah. bought. Yeah. It was just one of those. And it was like, but even then I did that as like a, like me and my husband and my mother-in-law and like a couple cousins and stuff. We were all in like this, like happy new year, like new year's resolution yes. kind of like, yeah. And we were like in this competition of like who could lose the most or something in a certain amount of weeks. And so then I did the six week or an eight week, whatever. I think I lost four pounds the entire time and I was pissed. <laughs> I was so mad. And like, and I do remember like that took me out of it for a couple months because I was pissed. I was like, well, what the, what was the point of that? That was right. stupid. That was not like, you know, Josh over here was losing. Like, I think he lost like 10 or 15 and I was like, you can kiss my ass. I like what? So I, Oh yeah. No, I, I like, I, I for sure quit after that. And I was like, nope this was stupid and then ended up coming back and being like no that's okay you still did the work you still did the thing you just need extra you and that's when I was like I need her to I need more yeah right well and then you did the six-week challenge and I think from where you started what now that you know all that you do and I mean I know Mm -hmm. you have we have so much more to learn what would you have done differently when you did the first guide I I don't know. I feel like I, I needed to be more familiar with equipment for sure. Like even watching the videos and like, even like, I think that one just had like pictures or whatever. Like, I wish I would have maybe asked more questions about form or like, even, even now, like, I don't know where I'm supposed to be starting at. Like if it's a new movement or a new exercise, like, I don't know, like, is 10 too light to even do anything? Should I just start with 15s or is 10 okay to start with, to get it? Like, I wish I would have asked more questions about starting wise. Okay. Instead of just doing it free willy and just thinking like, this seems right. And I think think that's what everyone does. And that's the good thing about having like a coach or a trainer is being able to ask those questions. But what about your nutrition? Like, do you feel like when you first did the first one, did you follow like your deficit? How was your nutrition? I mean, (laughs) this was the number one reason why I came to you in the first place. And I was like, you might hate me. I eat like a toddler. I am the pickiest person of all time. Like 
I live on girl dinners, right? Like chicken nuggets, mac and cheese. Love that. That is my <laughs> fave. <laughs> so I was really worried about having to actually like, especially macros. I was like, what does that even mean? Like, what is what? Like, I, I don't know what fats are. That's I don't. I just eat my chicken tenders. Thank you. And so was, it that was that threw me for a whirl. That's what I was gonna say. Was that really scary? Because I remember for a really yes. long time that's that was kind of your crutch. You would say to me, "I'm just a really picky eater. I'm just a really picky eater." And then I, I, I think you still are, but I think you've adjusted, right? Oh, for sure. That was my my number one reason why I told myself that I could never be like healthy was because I was like, no, because I don't like any healthy food. I have tried it all and I don't like it. I don't like it. That's I don't I can't eat like that. Like that was my number one, like as you say, that limiting belief of like, no, I don't I can't eat like that. And I won't lie. No, I still struggle. I am still picky as hell, but I I will definitely try more things and I am able to substitute things where needed and stuff like that. Um so I have come a long way. And even my family and stuff are like, oh my God, she's eating salad. Like that used to never be a thing. I hated salad and now I love salad. Like it's, you've definitely come a long way for sure. But I'm sure you really, you really had to like work through the mindset. Oh. This is how I've always been. And I need to learn how to be someone else. I bet that was really hard for yes. you. Yes. So hard. Cause, especially cause that's like almost part of my personality. People know me as the girl that likes chicken tenders. Like the girl that only orders chicken. So you had to switch a part of your identity to like, yes, this for yourself. And I'm like, no, I really do want a salad. It's okay. Like, (laughs) you know, I love that. I love that. And I, I remember when I took you on, I was just like, this is either going to go really well or it's going to go real bad. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. you, You proved to me during the six weeks that you would be a good fit for coaching because of how much you were communicating and how much you were asking questions. And I could genuinely, that's how, that's like a really good flag for me, a green flag with a client because clients who want to know more clients who want to ask and, and say, okay, but like, explain this to me. Um, I never, I mean, I think some coaches may get like an attitude about that, but I will never, I want my clients to feel inclined to ask me questions versus just doing like what you did in the first round and just being in the background and being like, this is just what I'm thinking. This is what I'm assuming because that will never get you to the results you want. Right. So with that being said, you've worked with me. I, man, 56. Well, no 50. Let's see. We're like, almost a year and a half right? yeah I think you're a little bit over a year right because you started yes, the six it was program. a year in June yeah and then you did the 12 week and now you're renewed for a year okay so with me you lost probably what 20 25 pounds mm-hmm. okay and then in December do you want to talk about I, th- this is a really big thing because this is something I'm looking into doing and I want to talk about your story because this is really shitty of what's happened to you so mm-hmm. let me preface I have very small, I have a small chest. Okay. When you lose weight, like you don't get to choose where you lose the weight from and God, God forgive me. God bless. I don't know. I have lost all the weight from my chest. And so I've been looking into breast augmentation. Like I want to get a boob job. Right. But I told Mm -hmm. Ryan, I go, I'm scared to get that because I think part of my brand is being, you know, me authentically me and my body and like loving myself. And Ryan goes, you can still love yourself while wanting bigger boobs or wanting to change a part of you Mm -hmm. that you can't do that. Like you can't manually put fat into your like into your breast like that's something you will need help with and I was like oh that's a good point but like that that scared me because I was like well either I can talk about my experience or I can leave it in the dark and like just have people assume 
And you're kind of the reason why I am like, maybe I should just have people assume or guess because of what's happened to you. So do you want to talk a little bit about that? <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I had a mommy makeover in December, which is, I mean, it kind of varies from patient to patient, but mine, we did a tummy tuck and then some lipo, um, in like the back, my lower back and my upper back, like my bra rolls, what they called it. Um, and then I also had a breast lift, so I didn't get implants, um, because I I wanted small titties. (laughs) Um, (laughs) so I did not want implants, but, um, I, it's funny because I was, I walked into it and I knew that I wanted to be open about it because I felt like no one was, I felt like I couldn't, like, it was really hard for me to do research and to see, you know, before and afters from the patient. Like, I feel like I, you can go to any doctor and they'll post their before and afters, but like. You wanted a story. I, yeah. I wanted someone to tell me their experience and I wanted, you know, to see how recovery was or, you know, I wanted to see similar bodies to mine to see what my results maybe would look like and all the things. And basically I got my surgery and it was like everyone kind of negated any of the work that I did prior. And they just used my surgery as they like, they classify it almost as a weight loss surgery. Like, Oh, well you look so great since your surgery. And I'm like, well, no, I looked great before. And, but because of the work I did before I had extra skin and also I had two C-sections. So I had extra skin and that's what I got removed. Yes, I did. I did lipo, but not a lot, first of all. And two, that's more kind of easier. Like it just goes with your mommy makeover. It's just easier. Um, not easier. It goes with how they contour your body and how they want the shape of your body. So. It, so what did you, yeah, people, what did you, what did you weigh before you left? Do you remember? Before like at like day of my surgery? Yeah. Day of surgery was like 149, 150. Okay. So you weighed 150. You logged it in. And then what did mm-hmm. you weigh coming back? 151. Yep. So that goes to show that it's kind of like body recomp, right? If we are if we were to mm-hmm. look at it from a scientific standpoint of someone just changing their body without weight happening, right? But you, like you said, you had something that you, like you can't remove yourself. I mean, I guess you could try extra skin, right? Like you did something that just changed, you changed a bit of your body, but you still weighed the same. And that's my big thing is too, because whenever I've shared your stuff, people are like, yeah, but she got that surgery. Yes, but she's still grinding. She's still. Yes. And like from my, from my heaviest weight. So I mean, my heaviest weight before you was like 180 something. So really like from my heaviest weight until my surgery, I lost like 30 to 35 pounds. Exactly. But everyone will negate that and be like, oh, but you got surgery. Right. Right. And so and I think, yeah, I think it's so important to really talk about. And what I want people to hear is if someone's willing to be open about their procedure, you you guys are only closing the door to people wanting to be open about it. You're making it harder for people to come on and be more honest because of the way you guys just undermine everything people have done, right? And I think something that needs to change is is that it's like, sure, she got the surgery, but she's still down. Even from her surgery, what are you at? Like 143? Your lowest is like 140, mm-hmm. 139. And mm-hmm. look at her arms. I bet you guys couldn't curl as much as she can. I bet you can't squat as much as she can. Like she has already L'd and like all the things more than I bet anyone else could. And that's because every single day she's come in and gotten her workouts done. She's probably my top, one of my top clients to get her workouts done, to get her tracking done, to not bullshit around. Whenever I talk about 
my exceptional clients, Caitlin's always in one of those things. And it's because I look for clients that are willing to mess up, willing to try again, willing to have hard days. And I think we really need to emphasize that in order for people to be more honest and in order for them to have a place to come and talk to you about, I don't know, like our, what would you call it? Our surgeries. Mm-hmm. You have to allow it to be a safe place to do it. Right. And right. I think instead of saying like, what would you rather people say? Like, you just look strong instead of being like, oh, you look strong because of your surgery. Right. Like just well, say yeah, you look it's strong. Like, just like, I literally just want people to like to stop their sentence earlier. Even if they just say, oh my gosh, you look so good. Great. Like, thank you so much. But you don't have to say you look so good since your surgery. Right. Right. Or like just, or then jump immediately to like, oh, how was your surgery? You look so good. How was your surgery? It's like, it was great. It was fine. It did what it needed to do. But now I am in the season of protecting my investment. This is what working out is for me now is to protect my investment and to protect what I worked so hard for. Exactly. And I think you guys need to remember that like that kind of takes away from people who, so I know a couple of clients and human beings who have had VSG sleeves and it wasn't because they were trying to take the easier route. They just had to their health, like they were going to die if they did it. So a VSG like sleeve happened and though you may not agree with it, that's okay. Some people have to do it. And for you to be like, oh, well you took the easy way route. Like you don't know their story. You don't know exactly what it was. And I, and I used to be that way too, where I'd be like, oh, well they had a VSG sleeve, but like, I don't know their story. Right. And I think you really helped open that up for me to say, you know what, like, stop, stop before you're assuming, stop before you're guessing. Mm -hmm. You don't know the story. You don't know the mental, you don't know the recovery. Like, sure. You might perceive it as that way, but you don't know. Right. So At the end of the day, that's where I think we need to leave it. And if someone gets a VSG sleeve or not, or if someone talks about their tummy tuck or their lipo or their boob job, I think the more you spew hatred because of what they've done, it only talks more about your own insecurities, right? It speaks Correct. louder oh, totally. about them than about us who who got the procedures that were like, you know what? We're confident with ourselves enough to know we want this and we did it, right? Mm-hmm. So I think at the end of the day, that's what's really, really important. Um, For anyone who wants to do your procedure, is there any advice you'd give them? Um, Definitely. Like, I mean, physically, it actually does help. They, like my doctor told me this, it helps to be active before your surgery. It actually helps your recovery Um, because my, my recovery was like smooth sailing. Like I tell people sometimes, like I feel like my C-sections were actually worse than my tummy tuck recovery. Like that, it was a breeze. Like it. But I do kind of, I chalk that up to how active I was before because um, a lot of it is like back strength. Like the first two weeks, I couldn't stand up straight. So my back hurt, bro. But if I wasn't working out my back, it probably would have hurt more. Same with my legs. I had to use my legs a lot to get like up and off the toilet. You know what I mean? Like I can't use, I couldn't use my abs. I couldn't use my core and like that because that got fixed. And so, you know, a lot of that, activity that I was doing before really, really helped. So you had to be um, fit before taking this on. Yes. Yeah. Yes. This isn't, it's not like an easy surgery. It's not an easy recovery. It's not an easy, like the, I'm still recovering. Like I still swell. Like they, like, you have like a whole swelling thing, like up to a year of wow. like just randomly, like, like on the days that I run, like my heart rate training days, when I run longer, I swell way more like that day and the day after I look so bloated, all the things, but it's really just my surgery just recovering and still and all the things but yeah it's it's a mental game for sure like I still have you know days where I think I'm just as big as before when I know I'm not but 
I think I am. So you have to be definitely in a, in a really good mindset to get it um, as well as physical. I love that. I love that you shared that with us because I think a lot of us jump into things and we don't realize like it may not, if there's a, is a if there's a more mental issue, we need to fix that first before the physical, right? We need oh, to absolutely. make sure like the boob job isn't going to fix all your issues. Yes, right. absolutely. I love that. Well, the other question I wanted to ask you is what, like, other than like your surgery and everything else, like what is like your purpose for wanting, like what has fitness brought to you? Like since you started and since you've been committed for over a year and a half, and I know even after you leave me, you're going to stay committed, but like, what has it brought you outside of just strength? Like where, like, do you feel better about yourself? How's your confidence? Like what has it brought oh, to sure. you? Oh, for sure. I feel so much better and I feel so much more like engaged in the things around me. I felt like I never, um, I never participated in things because I was either, either felt like I didn't look right in order to do it, or I just didn't feel like it. I was way lazy. Like I, I wasn't running around with my kids. I was like, you go play. I'll, I'll watch you. I'll video you. And I wasn't playing with them. And I like, I hated that, but I was like, I'm too lazy and it hurts me <laughs> and I don't want to, but now I'm like, I can actually run around with my kids or like I can go down the slide of the water slides and not want like, and not worry about what I'm looking like doing so um do you feel like your inner monologue has changed like the way you talk for yourself for sure like especially when I'm lifting and stuff it's like it used to just be like meh tens are fine it'll do it'll do the job it's fine I'm like no freaking like slide that 25 on there you're fine like yeah it it's definitely more of like a no, get up and go. You got this. <laughs> I, call, I call the other voice my bitch voice. My bitch voice likes to come yes. in and be like, you can slow down your speed. You can take it light today. And then like my like inner like badass voice, my, what yeah. did I say today? My alter ego comes out and is like, yeah, no, alter ego. you knock it off. You knock yeah. it off. You put more weight on there. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. okay, okay. Okay. <laughs> Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I'm kind of scared of my alter ego, if I'm being honest. Same. She's not mean. Psycho. She's psycho. Um, I was just telling her that today when we were lifting. I was like, in lifting, sometimes you just need your alter ego. And the thing about your alter ego, though, is you're not lifting heavier than you. Like, if you've been at a 25, you're not going to jump to 60. But, like, you push yourself a little bit more. You got to, like, kind of step out of the normal. And you have to really step into this, like, I am a strong bitch. That's who I am. So you pick up the extra weight. Okay? Both show. Both show. Is there anything else you wanted to tell the audience? You've been amazing. I like loved having your story on here because I think so many people like you do want to do what you're doing, but there, where you were, where you were telling yourself, like, I will never, I can never. And then you're finally like, wow, I need to just get out of my own way. Like, is there anything else you would oh, yeah. want to share with them? Um, I, I mean, exactly that. Just like, yes, you can stop. Quit you bitching. That's what I always <laughs> tell people. Quit you bitching. And like, it is. It is hard. It is not easy, but like it is one of the best choices I've ever made. And it's, and it's amazing to see people proud of you. Like when family is like, oh my gosh, you killed that. Like when I ran the 5k on the 4th of July, seeing everyone so proud of me was like, like just icing on the cake. Like I was really proud of the 5k, but seeing other people proud of you is so amazing too. Um, and just, well, and you're yeah, influencing just get, that. Like, let's not forget, 
let's not forget that um if you guys haven't heard i don't remember which episode is but the one with kenna brown that's her this is caitlin's that was caitlin's mom and caitlin's yes. story is what influenced her mom and i want to remind you that brings me to this point that we get to influence the room or we allow the room to influence us and a lot of my clients are exceptional clients and they're the ones that do the influencing and it's so magical to be able to influence other people around you where they may be older and more higher at risk for health, like you get to influence better decisions than them. You get to help them become better because you chose to be. And how freaking empowering is that shit? Oh, for sure. Like, cause now I go to the gym with my mom every morning and it is like the most fun time, whether we're actually having fun at 5 a.m. or not, but it is very fun. But it is a good time, damn it. But, but that, and it really, it is motivating because then, you know, I can sit there and be like, no, you slide another 10 on there. You've got this. And I'm right here. Like if you know what I mean, I am right here if you need me, but you've got this, you've got, you know, push yourself. And so it's nice to have someone in your corner at the time of doing it as well. I love that. I love that way to go. You're so amazing. I don't have to tell you twice. So you already know. You already know. Okay. Well, with that said, you guys, thank you so much for listening. Um, I hope this episode kind of give you a different perspective. We were able to tell it to you straight and, As always, tune back in next week and we'll see you later. 